Happy Valentine's Day, Disney movie news. I thought I'd start the evening with a little bit of Incredibles 2 news, and then we'd move on to some Disney streaming service updates. And then lastly, I'd like to close the evening out with uh, (laughs) some updates from D23 Japan. Let's go on a date. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Disney movie news. (coughs) Happy Valentine's Day, babe. Happy Valentine's Day, Leo. It's just you and me and... Uh, and all of the people. A, f- a bunch of people watching in the chat. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to Disney New Movie News. Valentine's Day special edition date night. Woo! It's just us two. Remember the last time this happened? It went crazy. Uh, but thank you guys for tuning in. It is our 100th episode on top of everything else. Yeah. 100 episodes makes Sarah realize that we've been doing this for more than two years. I was like, She had no. no idea. I was like, we started this October 2016. And then I was like, wait a minute. Wait, I was, was like, it, babe, there are 52 weeks in a was year. Was it 50? And we skipped <laughs> a lot of weeks in between. So yeah, thank you guys who have been with us from episode one. And thank you to you guys who have been with us since episode 99. We appreciate all of you. Uh, this is a fun, uh, safe space when we talk about about Disney, yeah. the movies and the news. Uh, but I'm Leo Camacho. You can follow me everywhere on the internet at Mr. Leo Zombie. Uh, yeah, it's easy like that. But make sure you also follow the Popcorn Talk, who's been hosting us for a hundred freaking episodes. Make sure you subscribe to them on YouTube because then you'll get notified when we're on. And also follow them on Twitter at the Popcorn Talk. Sarah, what up? You know me. Pretentious Disney fan. Um, my name is Sarah <laughs> Sterling. You can find me on Twitter at Sarah Sterling underscore and on Instagram at Sarah G Sterling. Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day, babe. Um, yeah, we got some. Uh, what's also cool is that we have you really didn't cool things. You say who you are. I did. I said I'm Leo oh, Camacho. Oops. Sorry. Literally. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for paying attention. Um, the other cool thing is that we have a lot of neat things to talk about today. That's convenient because a lot of times it's a slow news week, but this week was a gem a packed. Bang. And news just broke about 30 minutes ago, so we're going to be able to talk about The Incredibles too. Maybe some of you haven't even seen this yet. Um, which uh, so, so we've got a lot of things to talk about. We saw Black Panther last night, too. We're going to be spoiler-free. Don't worry. We're not going to get too deep, but we'll give you our thoughts on that. Um, D23 happened in Japan, so we're going to be talking about that. Uh, so much going on. But let's start with The Incredibles 2 because before we even get to the trailer that was just released 30 minutes ago, uh, we got some new uh, posters released for uh, Incredibles 2. So, uh, what is that, a a washing machine? Yeah, a washing machine with the uniform inside. Almost ready. And the glove. They've been teasing for a while. They have been teasing. How many uniforms do they have? Are they washing the old ones? Are they repurposing them? What's going on? We'll find out. Oh, they're really leaning into the housework. Back to work. They're really I'm leaning. Still doing, still doing that? You all right? Just dangling your arm over there? Um, all right. Disney, I get it. Laundry baskets. Cool. This is the best one. Edna Mode. I love that poster. It's been too long, darlings. Darlings. I wish they would have one like this for every character, but it kind of makes sense only for Edna. Yeah. I would. Would you hang that up on, the, on, the, on your wall? Yeah. yeah, I would too. I want it. We should get it. Yeah, we should get it. Um, all right. It's decided we shall get it. Uh, but that's what we got in terms of posters for The Incredibles mm-hmm. 2, but... Like we said, just 30 minutes ago. It was more than that at this point. Well, you know, like an hour ago. Yeah. But very recently, during the Olympics, we got uh, a new trailer for The Incredibles. Not teaser. Not teaser, an actual trailer. trailer. A full trailer. Uh, I haven't seen it because I saw it and I was, Sarah, have you seen this? She goes, yeah. yeah. Uh, And I said I'd wait because I like watching things on this show for the first time. So let's watch it together. Let's watch it together. Machine washable darling. Underminer. This is where the last movie left off. Except now with better graphics. Yeah. <laughs> Superheroes are illegal. We want to fight bad guys. I don't bad guys. We're not saying you have... What? Someone on TV said it. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Tycoon wants to talk about hero stuff. Oh, yes. Help me bring Lucius. back into the sunlight. We need Elastigirl. Bye, sweetie. And only Elastigirl. No problem. Is it like a flashback? That's no. Not the way you're supposed to do That's it, what's Dad. happening. They want us to do it. I don't way. know that way. Why would they change math? Math, <laughs> math, math is math. I feel that. That's very real. It's me and pasta. <laughs> the closest comparison I have is my dog. Oh. She does that too, which is weird. Are we saying that the movie's focused on her? Big yes. Oh, he's got a five o'clock shadow? I'm into it. Daddy. That means he's tired. 
That's how you know a character's tired. Is that tired. how you know that I'm always tired? Yeah. I'm so down. Yes. So the reason why the teasers were all um, Bob at home with Jack Jack is because we've known for a while that this movie is centered around Elastigirl being right. a superhero and Bob struggling to hold down the fort. Also, um, Elastigirl's time to shine. I would say that she had a lot of time to shine in the last movie. It's well, in the cool. last movie, it was really Bob being the hero. He had all the secret mean, stuff he was hiding from her. That is true. But uh, then he gets in trouble and Elastigirl yeah. saves the day. Yeah. And a lot, in multiple scenes. Like, she had a lot of great action scenes. It's cool I'm that sure she's the main too. character. And of course, of yeah. course. But it is, it's cool that they're like sort of flipping it, yeah. you know? Anyway, uh, that's awesome. I'm excited about it. It looks good. Um, and more Frozone is all I want in life, anyway. I'm super excited about it. Um, I feel like they're like, oh, you know what's really like a popular trope on TV? Like, a fumbling dad who doesn't know how to do housework. <laughs> Let's just like put that in a movie. It's yeah. a good idea. It's a really funny thing. It is funny. <laughs> but I like that the scenarios that they're, they're showing are much more like grounded. Like the math homework thing. Yeah. And I, the nap time is funny. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's, it's superhero cute. Yeah. On top of already being, I relate. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> um, this movie's going to be a very I do that movie, and I'm in, sold, complete. Let's go. Love it. We'll be talking Love about Incredibles again at the end of the show. Will we? Yeah, in terms of park oh, oh, stuff. Oh, so I was like, um, what else we got, girl? Um, do you want to talk <clears> about Black Panther? Well, how about this? Let's let's get there. Okay. Uh, I forgot. This. I just completely skipped over this because I was so excited about Incredibles. But we've got a new poster for Solo released. Um, this is the official poster for the movie. There you go. There it is. Uh, so it's essentially a combination of all the other posters. It's not completely original. Uh, it's the colors uh, of the Solo poster, the Solo Solo poster, <laughs> and uh, the Millennium Falcon and the Tie Fighters is in the same position in every poster. And then all of the positions of the characters in their individual posters are now done in Solo's color. In it. It, it's comp- it's weird. It's weird that they're like making a big deal out of this poster when they've already re- released four other posters that were mm. equally as cool, if not cooler. Yeah. Um, anyway, but they are, and that's what we're looking at. <laughs> that's it. That's all we got. <laughs> we are. Elton John, Tim Rice, and Beyonce are working <laughs> on the Lion King's soundtrack. I mean, I guess you gotta have Beyonce work on that yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, like... Anyway, if you didn't know, Elton John and Tim Rice did the original Lion King soundtrack. And Hans Zimmer. Right. I told you that. You didn't know that. I did know that, <laughs> because I did the I did the uh, the record thing. You didn't know that. Yeah, I did. You know, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's Valentine's Day. Why, why you got to do this? I'm why you got to do me dirty I'm like this? I'm sorry. Because <laughs> you did the Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack, and I was excited. Um, yeah, um, so I'm pretty sure, like, Elton John and Tim Rice will do, like, all of it. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, Beyonce will probably just, like, do sing. a new song, I think. Do you think that she will sing on a song that they write? Or do you think she will just make it like, no, I'm going to make a better song. That's fun. They said there will be an end closing song and we've been speaking to Beyonce's people and hopefully they can cook up something. Are they going to do like a... Are they going to do, like, a Shakira thing with Zootopia? <laughs> no, I feel like it'll be, like, a... I, I don't I know if they mean a credit song, you know what I mean? No. no. All right. Uh, 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 uh. All the single monkeys, all the single cheetahs, all the single elephants. <laughs> oh, my God. All the single cheetahs. <laughs> all the animals. Um, uh, that'll be cool. That's, I mean, obviously, if you're going to get a superstar like Beyonce on the team, you got to have her write a song, right? Yeah, and also, like... Do you it, like that? Do you like that it's going to be such a divided soundtrack? Divided? Well, you know, like so many people, so many hands, so many chefs. So well, many, like I said, I think it's really going to be... Just like be, one song. Yeah. I think she's only going to be on one song. And then Tim Rice and Elton John doing all of okay. it. And all I mean, right. it's going to be the same songs from the original, for the most part. You know what I mean? Like mm. Beauty and the Beast had like all oh. the same songs plus new ones. I'm ex- I'm a, I'm in- I didn't even think until right now I didn't even think you didn't about think that. about how it's going to be like Hakuna well, Matata <laughs> I mean I, I didn't really think about I'm like yeah I knew it was like Hakuna Matata mm-hmm. but like like I'm thinking about the new Beauty and the Beast and how torn people have become on like oh, which version right well the I'm, reason I'm why they these like are, these are just as good as right. the original yeah um, yeah I know right but can you imagine like <laughs> you know Dom I mean? Glover singing like Oh, wow. Can you feel the love today? Oh my God, Donna! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just wraps it. Um, this Gambino making love tonight. But uh, but honestly, it would be like Billy Eichner singing "Can You Feel the Love Tonight." That's there's a lot of people at play here. 
Right. Um, what was I going to say? The reason why they like doing new songs for like the live action adaptations is so that they can potentially have a best song winner at the Oscars. Well, I mean, also you want it to match the new song. I mean, the new movie. Also, you don't want to just repeat. You know what I mean? Right. But I mean, a lot of people. Oh, oh a brand new song. Brand new oh, song. Okay. Like with saying. Evermore, yeah. which I mean, it didn't end up being nominated for best song, but I think that's what they were going for. You know what I mean? And that's mm. why I think they don't just use the songs from the Broadway play because it wouldn't qualify. Yeah, right. For best song, right? Because it has already. to be new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, also I feel like there's something about like bringing the Broadway songs onto the movies that feels a little strange, you know what I mean? I mean, it's like it's like forwards and backwards compatible, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like if they were to make a live action mermaid little mermaid movie and they would put that that Prince Eric song where they like yeah, pine for each other or whatever or if they did uh what's a um, Aladdin um, Proud of your boy? No, the the gild, gilded the bird in a <laughs> gilded cage or whatever. Lucky bird inside a gilded cage. Yeah, that wouldn't. I, I'm glad that didn't make the movie. <laughs> we don't know. No, I mean the original movie. It wasn't in it. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, because the play came out way after. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god. Um, I'm glad that wasn't a song in the original movie. Um, but yeah, no, it's cool. I'm, I, this movie is going to be crazy. It's it's just going to like no matter what, it's going to be a huge. Like explosion just, of success. Like, literally, can't wait for people to see what we saw at D twenty three. Oh man, I've never, I, I've like, never been shocked. I like can't that. remember the last time I felt like that about yeah. something. Yeah, where I was like, for the, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, at D twenty three, they did, um, uh, uh, you know, they were showing trailers, like advanced trailers for Infinity it was a live War, action panel, yeah, and it was a live action panel, and we were seeing stuff from Mary Poppins, and they were like. Tons of reveals, um, and then randomly, they're just like, like seemingly out of left field. Like no, they didn't announce it. Usually, they're like, next we're going to talk about yeah. Mary Poppins Returns. Then the lights. They just turn didn't off. announce it. Lights turn off suddenly. Mm-hmm. And you see this. The, the, and I was like, is this just uh, footage of elephants? And then Sarah and I just go. It took me literally like ten seconds to realize what was happening. I was like, "This yeah. is just live action footage of elephants." Yeah, and I, was I was like, like "Wait a oh, second, is this like a like Wait a trial a piece?" And then you see like Rafiki kind of stumble up to the thing, and he's like, the <laughs> "You know the Rafiki hug." Wait a second, <laughs> and then we lost our gosh dang minds. <sighs> anyway, uh, anyway, so yeah, that was cool. Um, but Lion King, I'm super duper hyped. When is that? 2020, 2019, 2019. Right around the corner. I know, right? It's already so mid February. It feels like it's coming up. I mean, I know everything does. Um, but yeah, we're getting that. Uh, what else? Oh, Disney streaming service. We got some news on that. Sarah, give us a lowdown. Okay, so we know that Disney's been doing a streaming service for a while now. And there's also a lot of projects that we've known Disney's been working on, but now they kind of came out of nowhere and were like, these projects are going to be for the streaming service, which is interesting. Um, so uh, they... Oh my God, it's just like so much. Tell me. It's like... It's a sneak peek into the initial slate of content, which is going to include four to five movies and five TV shows in the first year. So in terms of movies, projects will include the most exciting ones that that we like may or may not have known about. Lady and the Tramp remake. Uh, love action? CGI? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, CGI I mean, animals? there'll be humans in it. Well... So Are they going to be CGI? <laughs> well, I mean, if, if Jungle Book is considered live action. you mean, like, is it a CGI animated film, or is it, like, yes, a Jungle Book? your hands jungle. keep being in my shot. <laughs> Stop it. Happy Valentine's Stop. Day. Well, I'm just saying if Jungle Book was considered live action, because there's one human in it, <laughs> then Lady and the Tramp has to be considered live action, because there's going to be a couple humans in it. It's just the Jim guy. Deere. Like, you want to meet the boat? Yeah, those that guys. Guy. Yeah, those Italian stereotypes. <laughs> the super that's what I was about to <laughs> and say. And Aunt Sarah, my fave. I don't even remember her. She's the rude aunt. Anyway. Um, no, 101 Dalmatians is very different. That was mostly live action with some CGI. These are mostly CGI with some live action. Sword in the Stone remake. <gasps> CGI? <laughs> just all CGI. Or live action. Meet the Robinsons. Well, yeah, well that's what I mean. Like, style. Is it going to be like Boss Baby CGI where it's like people but in CGI? No, it's going to be live action. Okay. Don't yell at me. Don't make it eat this. You don't know. You don't know. Um, other ones I hadn't really heard of, but I guess the Three Men and the Baby remake, which like, why? Are they really remakes? That's what it says. Yeah, low-key loved that movie as a kid. All right. I love Tom Selleck's mustache. Yeah. Tom Selleck's mustache is my favorite character in the Mustache. In the I don't know why I said that. Mustache. Um, we heard about Magic Camp. 
It was originally going to have Steve Martin mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't have any pictures beyond this for this story. Um, and Nicole. Nicole! Which is now called Noel. <laughs> they changed it? Yeah. They're getting closer to Nicole day by day. Noel is better. What was it's it called like, before? Nicole, right? It was Nicole, yeah. It's the dumbest name ever. I'm Nicole. They must, have, they must have heard us. Yeah, like, they they must have heard the Twitter universe being yeah. like, why are you calling it Nicole? Um, but Noel Nicole. makes sense because like Christmas, you know? What? The first Baby. Noel. I know what a Noel is. <laughs> it's literally my name backwards. Um, Lionel. Lanoel. Um and then of course there's like um you know all of the the high school musical TV here's, show, here's the I'm Monsters thinking. Inc. TV they show, the Star Wars TV show. Announced that the directors of Game of Thrones will be getting their own Star Wars universe right, on top of Ryan Johnson's. It's unclear if right. it's gonna be in theaters or in the streaming service. Right. That's what I was gonna say. I, I think a lot of the Star Wars property type stuff right. is gonna end up on the streaming service. Agreed. Both probably a show and uh, new and movie movies. trilogies. Yeah. Which makes sense because I think it makes it a you know kind of keeps the line nice and clear. Like these are the This is the big stuff ones we care about. These the are the little ones. Yeah. But I mean to be fair, the Game of Thrones are basically weekly movies that come out. So it wouldn't be that surprising if they did that because they're the masters at making T V movies. At mm-hmm. high budget, low budget, mid budget. I don't know what you would even consider that anymore because they're breaking the mold with what they're doing. Um, and no rated R content <laughs> for the first year. You know what? Never mind. Just kidding. I would still watch it. PG 13. Yeah. I mean, one cuss word per word, per movie. Per word. One cuss, one cuss word, word per, per word. word. Every time you cuss, it counts as one. <laughs> <laughs> that still counts as one. That still counts as one. Anyway, that's all. All right. That's all, that's all we got. That's the news for shout, the streaming service. Shout out service. to uh, Disney Film Facts. Film Facts for jumping on that one. <clears throat> yeah, a lot you. of cool stuff to say. Uh, very informative bunch there. Uh, and then last but not least, it is D23 Japan is currently happening right well, now. Well, it's over now. Well, it, it currently just happened in Japan <laughs> this last weekend. Um, we got a ton of park updates. Sarah put up a video on her channel, but let's talk about it here, shall we? Okay. Cool. You start. <laughs> um, yeah. I know you have uh, the most to say. Did you guys even know there was a D23 Japan? That, that was news to me. I that know. was the first piece of news. I knew. That's also... Of course you know. I mean, there's other reasons why there's only a D23 uh, in California every other year, but it's also because in the interim years, it's in Japan. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. makes sense, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but they didn't like pull any punches. Uh, they like saved some pretty big news for this D23. Some. Some. Bigger news comes to ours. Well, I mean, we're the best. <laughs> anyway, Pixar Pier got an official opening date. Um, it is June 23rd. <clears throat> oh. And we got concept art of the new pier signage. Uh, oh, funny enough, where did the logo go? <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. They changed that thing quick. Yeah, they did. That's all um, we'll say about the logo. Go go look it up on Google if you want to know more. Um, what else we got, Sarah? So it's an exciting year for Pixar. The oh yeah, can, we should we should point out the lamp on top of that sign. Go go back to it. Uh, there you go. So um, yeah. it's cool because they have Luxo on top of the uh, on top of the sign, and he seems to have a little bit of a spotlight, as you can see the arrow circling there on the screen. Uh, what I was hoping uh, it would do is sort of like it'd be cool if it was sort of like you know seemed alive and pointed the the light at people. I'm, the, the camera's on me because I'm talking. <laughs> the camera's on me right now, Sarah. Okay. Anyway, so if it shined <laughs> the light on people and then um, kind of like the, what is it called? The Reclaimer did um, went during uh, Electronica. Electronica, where when you would walk in, it would like and like try to abduct you. I think it'd be really cool if it interacted. With people just sort of casually want walking underneath. Like, anyway. Those are dreams. <laughs> Um, that's what I hope anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, so Pixar, people were confused today when I was live streaming earlier because they were like, I'm confused. Does Pixar Pier open in April or in June? It opens in June. Pixar Fest opens in April. And that is when we were getting the return of Paint the Night, which is going to be at DCA. And we have a new, <laughs> we have a when new. When does it come f- out? That, come back, that comes back in, in April, 13th. April 13th. We have a new float in Paint the Night. Theme to the Incredibles. Incredibles. I love it. Something I sort of pointed out in your video, but um, 
the amount of effort they're putting behind promoting The Incredibles is so huge. I, I just feel like, you know, you get casual promoting for most Pixar movies, and then this one they're like, well, you're going to get a land, and you're going to get a roller coaster, and you're going to get a float, and you're you getting like a we, Super Bowl ad. We and you're had like, oh my this, God. We had, like, not this much, but, like, there's a difference between the amount of marketing that they put into something that they already know has been successful yeah. than something that's a new concept. Like, I think Finding Dory had a lot more marketing than... See, I don't even think it had as much as this, and I thought No, Finding it didn't Dory, have as much as this, but, but, but it like, did have a Finding lot. Finding Nemo was way more successful than The Incredibles. Yes, but more people have been asking for a sequel for Incredibles than Nemo. Yeah, because we got a sequel for Nemo. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, but people like we sort of skipped around. Pick, uh, Incredibles is the only movie that was literally set up for a sequel from the beginning. Sure, people have been asking for a sequel, and right. I agree with everything you're saying. It is just a little bit stunning to me that they're getting so much. You know what I mean? Like, you know, extracurricular marketing in terms of the parade and in terms of a land and a roller coaster. And it's like, yeah, it's not like the other Pixar properties aren't being represented, but I feel like along with just promoting the movie, I think they are going, you know, like they're trying to franchise it more than their other properties because it is so franchisable. Like you could do Incredibles video games and you could do Incredibles action figures so much more easily than like, you know, like you can do extra villains and extra heroes. Like you can stack on that. You can even get a TV show out of it eventually. And that's what I'm getting at is I I wonder how far they're going to go with the Incredibles is like their new sort of uh, tentpole franchise. Cars three got major marketing loss. Cran- well. Cars, yeah, but, but, but that's, that, that's like, like the like most successful cha-ching. franchise, like in Disney yeah. history. It's Cars three with also like extra. There's like tons of Cars stuff. We got a Cars right. Land. We got yeah. we got planes, which was like Disney saying, "Well, we want to make Cars money too." Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh. so you all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just cheekly. saying, like. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, that's the float for Panther Night. Um, they didn't announce if anything is being removed. I don't think anything is being removed from the parade. No, no, I don't think so either. I think it's cool that we're getting all this incre- incredible attention on the Incredibles, but uh, I think the, f- the float's a little, like, you know, it's fine. It looks, think, cool. it looks cool. It looks like something out of uh, Inside Out to me, but that's cool. I know, people, cool. I know people are upset that we didn't get a Moana float oh. and that we didn't get a Coco float. That's pretty upsetting but for both of those because I think th- thematically they would have made more sense. But that's what I'm saying. Like, we didn't get a Moana float. We didn't get a Coco float. Right. We're getting a both new movies, though, not a sequel. Yeah, but come on. Putting, Moana? Putting effort behind Crush. something that people crushing. are already familiar with. Of course it was crushing. You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. Like, Coco kind of makes sense, because it's not crushing as much as I would have hoped. I mean, it is in it did crush. South America. It really crushed. Yeah, but as, like, a franchise, like, know, people know, are talking about Coco like they talk about Moana. But what's encouraging is that they're showing that they can make new floats and yeah. change the floats up. <laughs> we, we know you're capable. <laughs> so you never know. Yeah. No, it's cool. I like the I actually like the Frozone component of this. And it looks like it's going to be an actor, or, or uh, excuse me, Frozone. Uh, Frozone's going to be on the float. They're all going to be on the float. They're all going to be on the float. Well, Can't. I think Jack-Jack... And the kids might be not. Yeah, no, they look like they're not. Yeah, uh, characters, uh, but it does look like the front three are. So that's cool. Anyway, anyway, sorry, I'm like looking at it. I'm like, yeah, that'd be neat. What else? Um, the Incredicoaster. We already knew about that. Um, the Star Wars Hotel at Disney World. Um, we got some updates about it. That's not it. Uh, it just Star Wars Land. Yeah, you can just leave that picture up. Um, <laughs> so we already knew there was going to be like an incredibly immersive themed hotel mm. at Disney World, um, but we, it was announced that it's going to be like literally connected to Star Wars Galaxy's yeah. Edge. Uh, the comparison I drew in Sarah's video is it's very much how the Grand Californian Hotel is connected to the Redwoods portion of Disney's California Adventure. So it's like a seamless transition, um, which I think is awesome. You start, you enter through Star Wars and you exit through Star Wars. It, it sort of wraps up the experience for you, especially if you're a guest there, yeah. uh, which is really, really cool. And uh, we got a news flash from Miranda Perry saying, the kids are fakes. It's cold, man. <laughs> it's real cold, Miranda. Fake kids. Come back for one episode and you're already calling kids fakes. Jesus. Um, and there was other stuff for Galaxy's Edge that I didn't really talk about. Um, the lands are going to include full-size X-Wings and a Millennium Falcon. Full-size. That was we, we knew that though, right? I mean, if we you saw if you saw the thing at D twenty three, yeah, that's true. Um, Natasha Reddy saying, "Wait, is Paradise Pier Hotel going to change their name like they have to?" Good question. They haven't said anything. They about first of all, that. They, they don't. They have don't to, have to actually because yeah. thematically they can live. Uh, you know, they are not uh, mutually exclusive. When so you can have a Paradise Pier themed, you know, like 
carnival-style hotel. When you have, DCA eventually changes its name, I'm sure the Grand Californian will still be called the Grand Californian. Yes, yeah. <laughs> because the theme of the hotel isn't changing. So they're, they're not making it the Pixar Hotel. What's a Toydarian? A Toydarian? Ah, the water! You want to buy the pottery? Where there's going to be a marketplace like that in Galaxy's Edge. A Toydarian's going to... Republic credits are no good here. You know, that's how he talks. Yeah. Lilani. Oh. And, like, apparently it's going to sell, like, <laughs> things that don't have, like, labels or, like, m- like dates or anything, like, kitschy. It's going to, like, that whole section is going to have gonna stuff like that's, like... trading. Right. Like a trading post. Like what you would buy if you uh, were we don't there. have the barcodes. All right. Why would DCA change its name? Because it's becoming less and less California, and that's the number one reason people are mad about the stuff that's changing. So, like... I mean, it seems inevitable that it's going to change from California to something else. Yeah. Like Hollywood Studios is. Yeah. Cinemagine. Cinemagine, eh? <laughs> you got to use your cinemagination. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, I don't know. What would you call it? Disney's, Disney's Adventure Park. Disney's We're Losing Our Mind. <laughs> no, like Disney, 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 like, yeah, I mean, like. Just Disney's Im- Imaginarium Park. Disney, know. come up with names in the chat. Let us know what should they call the park. <sighs> anyway, Cinemagine. Anyway. Um, Cinemagine was the best <laughs> one on that survey, though. Oh, there's a survey. Remember, we reported on it was like they were asking guests like what they thought of different names. I don't remember that. And Cinemagine was like the best one. Do you remember any? Other? It was like Kaleidoscope Park. <clears throat> it was just like bad. Disney Pixar Adventures. No, you nothing can't, is official, guys. Like, there's it. no official changing of of Hollywood Studios or DC. Kaleidoscope Park would be like spell that. <laughs> I know, right? Disney's um, eclectic mishmash of stuff. Park. Anyway, slight updates on the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster for Epcot, which is replacing Ellen's Universe of Energy area. Mm. Um, it's a roller coaster, and it's oh. all indoors. It's gonna be the biggest yes. indoor roller coaster ever. Yes, I hope it goes upside down. Oh God! I hope it doesn't. I hope it does. <laughs> what scares me about I want some real roller new coasters, roller coasters man. is I'm just like, will I like it? Because you know I don't go on rock and roller coasters. Yeah, but you don't like anything. So I what know. difference does it make but if it goes I, upside like down? The if it goes fast so and doesn't good. go upside down, you're never going to ride it anyway. The Tron coaster is so good, and it's just my speed. Yeah, I wish that went upside down. No, I mean going upside down for me is, you know what I hate the most? What? Uh, fast launch. <laughs> Oh, that's the best. I hate it. Feeling those G's? <laughs> I hate it. That's what Feeling I Feeling them G's. I don't mind going upside down. Like, I don't mind going upside down in California screaming. What you don't want to go fast? I hate it. Ah, make I you hate, the best roller coaster. I hate when you're stopped at the front, and then you just go like, Meh. I hate I that. I think that's the best. The Tron one does it, but not that bad. That's a cool trick. Star Wars. I'm also <laughs> fine with it. The one I, why I like it on Tron is because the positioning yeah, the position feels totally better. Different. You're like pushing with your feet. Right. And you can like brace yourself. The other ones are like. I know. You're like. <laughs> so much fun. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, I hope it's. Uh, well, because it's like rock and roll. It's going to be like rock and roller coaster. I'm just like 10. upset because I'm like, I have to go on it, but I'm probably going to hate it. Yeah. Well, I I hope it's uh, I hope it I hope it gives it pumps some juice into the rides. It's just interesting that it's going to go at, to Epcot, like the least exciting ride. Future World, though. Yeah, but the least exciting park is going to get the most exciting ride. Well, they're changing a lot of stuff up over they're there. They're changing a lot, of, but it's still going to be the most exciting ride in the least exciting <laughs> park in general. Well, we know you don't have the correct idea about Epcot. I do. <laughs> okay, tell me what other rides match that level of excitement. Well, the least exciting park now is definitely Hollywood Studios. Uh, no, it's the park with the least to do. It's such a bad park right but now. But the rides are exciting. The two rides are exciting. Yeah, which is more than Epcot can say. No, Epcot has Test Track. Epcot has Mission Space. Exciting Epcot ride. Has you forget Living with the Land. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. You keep, forgetting, you keep forgetting the word tour. exciting. Those are entertaining rides. Spaceship Earth. I like Epcot, but their rides are not necessarily exciting. They're not adventure thrill rides. No. No, but the, what I'm saying is That's like why it's, everyone's mad, Leah. Everyone's mad about this roller coaster coming to Epcot because yeah. they're like, "What the heck?" It doesn't match, which I think that's it, like, literally what I'm saying. <laughs> but, <laughs> why are you disagreeing with but me? But they're trying to—they're trying to make Epcot something different. Yeah, I, I'm glad. I'm—I'm I'm into the direction. I hope that it continues. But it is strange that Epcot is, like you said, it's about the World Showcase, and this has nothing to do with reality. No, it's not about the World Showcase. It's about Future World. Future World. Yeah, that's not a probable future. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? Like, future world is about the future of mankind, the, the growth of our species and the expansion of our planet's technolo technological achievements. Okay. I'm and just we're saying going it like, rock a raccoon! It fits in better to future world <laughs> than it does world showcase. Well, I'm just saying in Epcot in general. Like, Epcot is, like, so much more of, like, an Earth-based, you know, like a reality-based park. Right. Uh, like Animal Kingdom, like... I get it. Now they've got Pandora and they're expanding it, and this is sort of like the same thing. It's like a foray into a new direction, and they'll they'll make it work. Well, but does that uh, mean goodbye to Carousel of Progress? No, this is in Epcot. But no. Tomorrowland has cars. We have cars in the present, <laughs> but we'll also have them in the future. Yeah, no. Honestly, at the end of the day, I don't care. I think it's cool. I think Epcot could use a little spice, but. Um, a little bit of uh, salt, salt bay, uh, but uh, you know it's cool. I like Guardians. I like Epcot. It's a match made in heaven. Let's Epcot's go with that. The best thing is Illuminations. Who says that? Where, where are you reading? Pyrotechnic. Where, where are you reading this? I can't. Oh my God! Reflect that. Pyrotechnic. That's a warning. Seven seven seven. I see you in the chat. Slow down. Uh, okay. Anyways. Oh, didn't uh, and Rock and Roller Coaster's getting a shift. In Paris. In Paris. We're not there yet, Leo. Oh, sorry. I thought, I thought you were done. Keep going. Oh, we are. We are there. <laughs> so we're there. Okay. <laughs> so Rock and Roller Coaster at Disneyland Paris's Studios Park, because they have, like, their own version of studios. Yeah. You, know, you think it's better than Hollywood or Orlando? No. Have you seen the outside of the Rock and Roller Coaster? <laughs> it's trash. Sorry. Um, well, I mean, let's put it this. You're, all the Euro. Like, it literally Disney has, Paris like, large is... CDs on it. I remember those compact discs. <laughs> anyway, so theirs is turning into an Iron Man and Avengers roller coaster. That's cool. I, I, I always say that I think that uh, Rock and Roller Coaster is one of the coolest Disney attractions overall uh, in in terms of like enjoyability, but they didn't dress it very well. First of all, it's I, I personally feel it's a pretty dated ride um, because Aerosmith, <laughs> number one. Number two, the technology just feels like weird. It feels like weird and, and kitschy when you're in there. Um, but then when you're actually in the ride, it's just sort of like, uh, uh, what do you call that, um, fluorescent paint on, on plywood on a roller coaster, which I think is kind of strange. And it's a cool opportunity to use like LED screens that work well or projection mapping. And I hope that that's what they sort of do with Iron Man. They give it a technological facelift because I think – I wish the ride was – honestly 10 to 15 seconds longer but the ride is really cool it's a really cool experience so it'll be nice to to polish it up a little bit super iron halo asks a good question that i have an answer to oh. why do all the disney parks that are out of this country get all the marvel attractions interesting it's because disney has been dealing with the issue of universal having a contract to use marvel characters in the universal theme parks in florida mm -hmm. so the space where they have the most Space to put Marvel attractions, Disney World, they literally can't use most Marvel characters. They're allowed to use them on the West Coast because it doesn't extend to this right. coast. It's like the Mississippi is the line. And they can use them overseas, but literally all they can do in Disney World is Guardians of the Galaxy because it wasn't a big enough property at the time that they did yeah. this contract. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And it's like the contract will include Marvel properties like Spider-Man and X-Men, but and Guardians is neither. Yeah, and Captain Avengers. America. Yeah, and Hulk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's uh, and I remember being a kid and seeing all the uni like Universal Islands of Adventure, and I'm mm -hmm. like, what? That does, that's not Disney, right? And and then when you go there, you're like, oh, again, it's paint on plywood. Give me something more. It's 2018, man. It, it'll change eventually, but until then, they can't like, you know, yeah. do anything. Iron Halo says, oh yeah, that contract. I never, I always forget about that. Uh, and Universal is going to be getting a Nintendo Land to answer your question in the chat, but that has nothing to do with Disney. Although um, it should, but I wish. Speaking I wish. of Marvel, um, another thing coming to Disneyland Paris is the New York Art of Marvel Hotel. Oh, yeah, we talked about that on the show quite yeah. some time ago, Here's but we've got some like. news, some updates. Here's what it looks like. That's not That's it. That's not it. Nah. It's like the nah. hotel room. Nah. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, there it is. This is a nice, chic little uh, Tony Stark-inspired room with uh, Black Widow sheets and pillows and some cool art of Marvel, because that's the name of the hotel. Um, yeah, just a, kind of a, a, like a, what would you call that, like a neo sort of uh, post-modern mm -hmm. art deco. <laughs> it's very strange. But it's cool. 
I and would then love to see that. for Hong Kong, Swanky. a Ant-Man and the Wasp attraction. That was the other one. That is yeah. going to be somewhat similar to Astro Blasters, as you can tell yeah. from the concept art. Astro Blasters slash Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Leo hopes it's like Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. <laughs> that's, where my, that's where my hopes and dreams lie. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they do the animatronics. It'll be kind of cool because then you'll get like... Like, you're inside of a computer now. Oh, it's going to look really neat in that room. It's like, and now you're inside of a nose. Oh, gross. It's going to be stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know it is. Yeah. That's such a Disney thing. Uh, but I can't wait. But I, think I wonder, cool. I wonder Ant-Man if Ant-Man is it. something that they can do in Orlando or not. I'm not sure. Well, I bet, I bet you they can because I have a feeling that it wasn't for Avengers. I think it was Spider-Man. Because Captain they have like Dr. Octopus. Yeah, I think it was individuals after Spider Man and the X Men. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, and also Captain America, and also the Hulk. You know what I mean? Because I don't think, like, Thor, I don't know. Well, maybe he's represented. No, over they there. have Thor merch in Universal. I remember looking at it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, Ant Man's pretty obscure. They're probably just like, why are we going to pay the money for this unpopular hero? Well, haha, Paul Rudd did laughs in your face. <laughs> I think Ant Man's cool. And I think that the property itself is really neat for attractions. Like, the shrinking mechanic is, and science is. It's just primed for attractions. That's why I'm really glad they're making this. So it's like a surprise that we're getting a prime time mm. showcase of Ant-Man, but it's not surprising because the idea works so well for an attraction and should be a, a fun draw. Anyways. Hong Kong, else? man. Getting a ton of changes. Hong Kong. <clears throat> Wasn't there something else? That was it. That was it. That was it. So uh, lots of updates there. Very cool. Um, what was your favorite? Let us know in the chat. But we saw, speaking of Marvel properties. Black Panther. Yeah, La Pantera Negra. We saw it last <laughs> night. Very, very, very good movie. God, Black Panther's so good, guys. So good. <laughs> you guys. I'm it's upset. a standalone good movie. Like, you don't even, like, it's obviously helpful to get context from the other Marvel movies. Obviously, you should do that. But, like, this movie's dope on its own. And you can tell that it was made with the intention of standing alone. It's really good. And, like, yeah, it ties into the other film's obviously, but it gives you what you need so you don't have to rely on that because they wanted it. You can, you just see it when you're watching. You're like, oh, this movie was made to just be its own jam. And it's a very proud film, rightfully so. Like, it is African. And it is done really just, just the polish. And <laughs> let me tell you, the soundtrack, Kendrick Lamar and The Weeknd, uh, that's been on loop in my car while I've been in L.A. traffic. Oh. Such a good, I mean... Every time they go into like a new location and there's a new song, I'm just like, bop! It's so good. I was stressed. Dude, the music was perfectly, that's the thing, it's, it doesn't feel distance. Like it feels like it's part of the movie. It's not like, oh, it's just a dope soundtrack that they used to make it and sell Rewatchability it. Rewatchability level? I'd rewatch it I'm going to go see it again. I want to go see it again for <laughs> sure. 100%. Uh, it's like, yeah, because there's a lot of things that you won't catch and there's a lot to see visually. The movie is, mm-hmm. it's good. It's like, not only are the special effects and CGI amazing, the aesthetic of the Afrofuturism that they designed. Look, I haven't wanted to live in a world as bad since Harry Potter. I'm not going to lie. If anyone's curious, this is my diagram for how it overlaps with Civil War. Oh, yes. Um, it is a, a co-piece. So it happens during Civil War, but not during the entire movie of Civil War. Like yeah. some of Civil War happens... Then this movie takes place. Right. Like, you know how in Civil War, eventually the Black Panther isn't there anymore. Right. That's when this That's movie when this takes movie place. But Civil War is still happening at the same time that this movie is taking place. Yeah. Um, I was already stoked going into this movie you because... You don't need to have seen Civil War. You don't need to have seen... it. Like, it does help because it'll give you some context. But, like, honestly, you don't need it. Uh, it's more of, like, a state of the world outside of Wakanda, which you'll get when you see the movie. But, um... Uh, I was already stoked about this movie because we had uh, Chopea Luco on our mm-hmm. show. And, you know, obviously she hyped us up tremendously. If you haven't seen that episode, it's the only episode of Disney Movie News I recommend you go back and watch because it's amazing, especially going into this movie. Because everything she talks about, I felt ten times over because she talked about it. Like, I was already stoked. She made me pumped. Then I go see it, and it's an amazing film. And I just like, connected with it that much more because of her. Uh, so, you know, congratulations. Uh, we're extremely proud of you because you're Disney fam now, Disney movie news fam. And the movie was just but, – but the world, you guys, I can't even uh, – uh. it's like the society I wish we had. Oh, it kills me. It kills me. I think about it and I get sad. Because it's so pretty. Anyway, and then the acting. Top rate 
acting. Uh, one thing to remember when you see this movie, none of those actors actually have accents. They all had dialect coaches and learned to talk that way. And it's so convincing. It's so effortless. It's so natural. And you can tell like there's an ownership over these characters that these actors have. Not only are they stellar actors on their own, not only is their portrayal of this language beautiful, but like they make the world real, man. It, it, it's, it's, unbe- it's so good. It's such a good like action thriller, you know? And sci-fi, because the sci-fi represented in this movie is, ugh. yeah, I'm having, I'm having Avatar Blues for Wakanda. That's, someone in the chat is saying, is he having that Pandora syndrome? It's called Avatar Blues. I am totally having it. Like, I want to go see the movie again because I liked it, but I also just want to see the shots of Wakanda again. Like, like, there's even a scene where he, like, he says, like, this never gets old. And you see Wakanda, and I'm like, oh, that would never get old. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Sarah, what I are want, your thoughts? I now just want to go on my little rant about the parks. Please do. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about that. That's important. When I was watching this, I was like, oh, no. All these people after seeing this are going to, like, want Wakanda to be put into Animal Kingdom. Like, I already know it. Because Black Panther. Because Panthers an and, and, yeah. And, and it is in Africa. Feels very wrong to me. <laughs> yeah. Preach it, girl. Um, it just, I just, I don't think anyone should, like, hope for that to happen because it feels somewhat racist to put mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. African, like, a super technologically advanced black civilization in animal kingdom. <laughs> I already think it's weird that like we get the most African representation in animal kingdom already. and not in the world showcase. Yeah, that's that's some that's something that rubs me the wrong way, but I mean you can't put Wakanda in the world showcase because it's not real. Right. You know. Put more Africa in the world showcase. Yeah. yeah. But I agree. Um, I agree with that. I'm just like Oh no! Like I don't want to see any of that happening. So, so let me ask you this: because uh, <laughs> I want a Wakanda land, right? I say put it in Adventureland. You don't need a whole what, Wakanda what, what, land. Which Adventureland? Well, it's it's it would only ever like fit it wouldn't even in, fit in Disney World. It would fit in Disney World. They have so much space over there. Okay, yeah, that would be amazing. Right, like obviously put put them in Tomorrowland because it's so technologically advanced. I understand that the aesthetic does not fit. No. However, some some parts of the but, aesthetic well, do keep fit. Keep in mind, keep in mind, it's not Tomorrowland's like the sci-fi future. Wakanda is sci-fi present. Right. So it doesn't really fit in Tomorrowland. I say it should go in Adventureland if yeah. anything. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm just like I don't it doesn't sit right with me to put it in I agree. the animal kingdom. I agree. Aesthetically, it doesn't make it's, sense either. It harkens too closely back yeah. to black people being compared to animals. Yeah, I don't like that. The only drawback is that, like, there was a lot of plant life incorporated in, like, the city. And I'm like, right. damn, it was so but cool. But there were parts that were indoors that were super Tomorrowland. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, super Iron Halo says make it its own little area in a future Marvel land. That's a very good that idea. That would be, I think if they ever did a Marvel land, which obviously if they were smart, they would, um, Wakanda should have, like, its own land mm-hmm. with, with like a showcase ride. And when you see the movie, you'll know what the ride would be. It's just like <laughs> it's before, so tight. I know, right? Before seeing um, Black Panther, like I didn't super care about T'Challa after Civil War. I kind of was like, your, how you're thinking about things is like, you know what I mean? Like, Wait, he, say that again? like he came into Civil War and he was like, who gave you this shield? Like, I'm like not on anybody's side. Like, yeah. I'm here with my own agenda. And I was like, oh, my God, like there's bigger stuff happening. Like, I don't care about you right now. But he says that. No, I, that you was me. That. Now I care about him so much. Yeah. And I care about how. Oh, so you get why. How he comes to his decisions and like yeah. what kind of person he is. Guys, I'm like, Black oh, Panther? my God, you're the best. You're like okay. second to Captain America in morality. Oh, yeah. oh, no, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And what's really interesting is, like, I think that in one movie, they gave so much more context and bar- character development and backstory than almost any other Marvel film. Like, Captain America gives you a lot, and you really, you saw it for the first time this week, and you kind of, now you get who Steve is. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, it was also, like, a sentence. Like, Black Panther is defined, uh, you know, uh, T'Challa is defined over many different acts with many different people, both political and personal and, like, familial and relationship. Like, like he's the... I feel already he's one of the most well-rounded three-dimensional characters in the Marvel Universe based on one movie and a quarter because he got some Civil War showtime. Like, it's... When I tell you this movie was made with, like, with, with care and with careful thinking... 
Uh, I'm not over-exaggerating in the slightest. This movie was the Wonder Woman of Marvel in a lot of ways. On like, a scale of one to ten. Okay, how about this? On a scale of favorite Marvel movies. It's like, it's probably top five. It's definitely top, 100% top yeah. five. Like it's not even, yeah, that's, no, that's a no-brainer. Winter Soldier will always be my favorite because I, like, I love spy movies. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think it's Avengers. Oh, Avengers, I don't, well, I need to rewatch well, it. Well, Avengers was just, like, special to me. Right. You know? I think Winter Soldier's great. I also love Guardians of the Galaxy 1. I was going to say, I think Guardians. But then, like, and then this one. And then this one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, you could swap it for between three, four, or five. Like, it's definitely in my, in the, the middle to latter half of my top five. But it's, it's up there. It's a really good movie. It's there, just a cool yeah. movie. Oh, God. Michael B. Jordan is ripped. I know. Good lord, the Amy, man looks like Chris Evans in Captain America ripped. Yeah. Amy asks, is there any humor? There is. A little bit. But there's way, way less than, like, Ragnarok. Yo, it's not a comedy. It's well-placed. Ragnarok is a comedy. Right. Something going on? What's happening? Someone coming on here? Oh, we're getting a, Something happening. a stray hand just sort of... Um, okay. Anyway. Someone, someone came in our studio. Oh, yeah, it's Africa Batman. It totally is. I'm not interrupting a show anyway. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good, man. No, it's all good. It's all good. Hey, showbiz. We'll do it live. Yeah, uh, it's Africa Batman. That's what I call it. Because he is. He's he's totally Bruce Wayne. We can rap if we need to. You need us to rap? Are you trying to kick us out? Someone just gave it here. Sorry, Um, we're going a long time about Black Panther, but we don't get to, like, you know, review movies the day before they come out. Um, Oh, everyone go see it. Yeah, go see it. Uh, Wasn't there something else? I feel like... There's two post-credit scenes. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, stick around. Stick around for those. Um, Yeah, obviously I know (laughs) that he's a king, but he's like... I said he's like Bruce Wayne. I'm not saying he is. He's like Bruce Wayne in that he's... Well, I guess he is imbued with superpowers. Yes, but he's, he's not more, superhuman. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, you know, he's, like, super rich, and he's got cool gadgets, and he's got a dope suit. Like, that's what Batman is. Okay? So anyway, there you go. Um, it's, he protects his city, Wakanda. It's not important to see Civil War before Black Panther, but if you can, you should. Like, there's no reason. Oh, yeah, no, no, it would definitely help, mm-hmm. for sure. It would just give you, like, a, a bigger picture of who he is. Also, like, the movie basically starts right after what happens in Civil War for him. So uh, it's definitely worth seeing. The post credit scenes are good. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was the first one? Well, I don't want to say it. No, no, I'm just The first to... one was in California. With Shuri. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Um, um, can I just uh, yeah. ask something here? Yeah. So I've heard that the uh, the female cast is really amazing in <laughs> yeah, this. They crushed it. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I was just wondering from your personal, pe- uh, just like from seeing it, like who's your favorite uh, cast member that was uh, oh, God. that Dude. just like wrecks the role? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I don't know the character's name or the actress's name. Let me look it up real quick. The general. Yeah, the general. Because I know uh, Letitia Wright, I believe. That's her. That's she, her. She, she, like, no, she's Shuri. It. She's Shuri. Yeah, the the tech wizard. She's oh, definitely yeah, my favorite. Too. She's my favorite. Dude, she she's might dope not have too. been the most badass. No, because she, she was, was like way younger. But she's definitely like the best. Yeah, she's the best. Yeah. She's, no, his little sister's the best. His little sister's the, the coolest character in that movie. But Leah really liked the general. She's like, I, it's so hard to pick between her and it's, Lupita. It's though. tough. And Lupita, Lupita was dope too. And 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 Chadwick was. Amazing and Michael B. Jordan. We're talking about the women. I know, but like they're all amazing. Angela Bassett was awesome too. Yeah, but she didn't have quite a. Like, she didn't the have any act, Yeah. Uh, what's her face? What's her name? Um, oh my gosh! Wait, general. What? Yeah, what's her name though? I don't know her the name. General Black Panther. I just like these pictures are so small. I can't tell. Uh, Is it Denai? Denai yeah. Yeah. Oh, t- girl, Denai. That's uh, Michonne, right, from The Walking Dead, I believe? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Dude, I knew she looked familiar, and I couldn't place it. All right, what's her character's name? It's, the General. Uh, <laughs> it's not the General. Her name is Okoye. Yeah. Okoye, guys, steals the show, is arguably the most badass character in the movie, in a movie about badass characters. Yeah. Like, I don't know how else to put it to you. She's dope. Um, but, uh, I mean, the acting overall, God Michael B. Jordan, not as much screen time as I would have imagined, kills it in every scene. Yeah. He's such an interesting role because it's definitely like an F you to the state of the world right now. But it's also like it's a statement about the way we got here and like 
you know, the, the treatment of African Americans. And like also though, it's like a statement on like activism now and like how Dude, it's such it's I it's crazy, it. dude. What's it was like a commentary on Trump administration for sure. It totally is. But it's commentary on many things. Right. It's not like singular focused. It's like the bad guy is also the good guy is also the bad guy is also the good guy. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot to think about and that's what makes it so like potent. Uh, a lot of people are saying like, well, how come Blade didn't get this attention? Well, because Blade wasn't about issues. Blade just happened to star an African-American superhero, which by the way – was a financial success and was the first superhero movie to really set mo- superhero movies into the main s- mainstream uh, media, doesn't get the attention because it was about a black supernatural vampire. Just like Wesley Snipes was like popular to white people. You know what I mean? Like this is a movie by African-Americans, like for black people, but for everyone to enjoy. And it like captures the sense of community and pride and history and um, – Creativity. I mean, it's just guys. I can't. I can't speak highly enough about this movie. Like, I felt proud watching it. Anyway, anyway. got to wrap. Andy Circus is dope. He's really good in this movie. Sorry, everyone's asking. Like, how's Andy Circus? He's great. Um, what's his name? Uh, Martin Freeman is good. Everybody's good. There's no bad actors in this movie. Have fun with it. Uh, anyways, we should wrap up. I feel like there was one more Disney thing. No. No. Well, I love you. I love you, too. And this is Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I love having these date nights where nobody's watching us and we just talk about Disney and <laughs> with headsets on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you, guys, so much for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, I hope you go see Black Panther if nothing else came out of tonight. Be excited with a good reason. It is a good movie. I will be go see, go. I will be seeing it again. Um, but I'm excited about all the changes coming to the parks. I'm excited about the Incredibles too. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. I'm excited about Solo. I don't care how much garbage I don't people care talk. Care what they say. Yeah, I, I'm not like other girls. Oh, wait, before we go, Leo needs, needs to do his impression of the um, the loading host on Flight of Passage in Pandora. Oh my gosh. <laughs> If we have time. Um, if you haven't been on Flight of Passage, this won't be funny. But if you have, you'll laugh a lot. There's, so, so when you're going through the ride, you know how like, Disney always has screens with hosts that are sort of walking you through things? The um, safety spiel. The safety spiel. There's, uh, there's this really nerdy host that kind of – he's like a scientist on Pandora and he leads you through it. And we, throughout the ride, everybody keeps saying like, oh, Leo should play this part. But on the way here, we were making fun of it because he, he's, he's really funny. He's like this little nerdy guy who's like talking into the camera like a webcam. And he's like, um, so uh, – the problem is the the Ekron, or as we call them, the Banshees, uh, they live up in the rookeries, and in order for humans to get there, well, they usually become lunch first. <laughs> so uh, so we're going to merge you with the Avatar bodies. There's a lot of pausing like that between his words, because he's <laughs> definitely reading off the screen, but it's so funny. Um, and uh, you'll be uh, linked in our facility here, uh, but using the information that we get from your avatar, we'll be able to, to study the biological life cycles of the Ekron uh, thanks to the work of Dr. Ogden. <laughs> Good job, man. Thanks. Um, anyway, um, thank you guys for hanging out. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. We love you. Thanks for being our dates. Make sure you follow the Popcorn Talk at the Popcorn Talk on Twitter uh, and the Popcorn Talk Network on YouTube. You can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Leo Zombie and you can follow Sarah. Sarah G. Sterling. Do it. We love you guys. Love Thanks for you. hanging out. We'll see you next Happy week. Happy 100th episode. Thanks for being with us. Producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.